I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 344 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, January 20th, 2019. My name's Chris. I'm coming for I'm coming at you live from snowy, mostly icy West Virginia. It's pretty crappy out. We went from must rain at 4 a.m. to just a snap freeze and snow. It's bad. must be nice to have actual winter. No, it's raining in Idaho. You no, know, I can deal with snow. That's fine. I don't like ice, then snow. It's fucking January, and it's raining yeah. in Idaho, in it, the Rocky Mountains. It literally rained all day yesterday in the Appalachian Mountains. We are destroying our climate. I got mountains, too, here. I got mountains as well. You keep telling yourself yeah, that. Yeah, you got shitty mountains. And that was Appalachian, Appalachian Hills. Anthony is the elitist when it comes to mountains, saying That's the right. Rockies are vastly superior. I've lived in both. I prefer Whoa. the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, I agree with you, Chris. The Appalachian are superior. And that coming at you agreeing with me for once. Willie Nelson from... How's the weather in North Carolina? I don't know. It's just cold. It's I cold. think we're supposed to get some kind of cold snow. Uh, not in snow. <laughs> ice today, I think I heard. It doesn't matter. You want to hear a funny little tidbit I heard? Willie's heard rumors of weather. Willie's <laughs> like, to know what the weather is, I have to go outside my house. And fuck that. I have video games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, uh, Do you want to hear a little bit of a little fun fact about the Appalachian Mountain Range? Let's get I some heard. fun factoids from Willie Nelson. I just saw on Reddit earlier this week. Apparently, the same like mountains that are in Ireland are part of the same set of uh, mountain chain. From when we were Pangea, yeah, it's still like connected underwater. Or something it's like a whole mountain range. I was like, oh, that's cool. Pangea, I remember some stuff from elementary school. It might have been middle school. I can't remember, but I remember some stuff from my geography classes. When did you ever stop hearing about Pangea? That's the problem, when Chris. I got out of school. I mean, let's be honest. In your day to day life, how often does someone come to you on the street? Yo, Willie, what do you think about Pangea? Do you get four, that four times a day? <laughs> Just four. Just four times? Someone has randomly asked you. I'm not you, saying times. I'm saying four. <laughs> I don't understand uh, what that means. I think that's, that's the point. Too. My head hurts so much now. It hurts that's, so much. Uh, well, if your head doesn't hurt from Willie, what, 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 what am I doing with my life? I don't exactly. I, I don't even know how to recover from that. What, what's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> any, anything good? Uh, we're all here. I'm we're doing alive. four. Willie's doing four. <laughs> and Willie's four. Well, that is this week's episode <laughs> title. I'm doing four. That's this many. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. For you listeners at home who are not watching the video podcast, I put up two fingers. Then one finger, and then one finger. Not the finger you're thinking of. I'm not that rude this morning. Or is he? No, not at all. If you don't believe him, you can go check out the video yourself. Go over to youtube.com slash geek and fast forward to the three and a half minute mark, basically, and you can find Ooh. out for yourself. Three and a half minutes only feels like it's been a minute and a half. That's awesome. 
there's a joke that could be made, but I, I can't get the punchline quite figured out yet. I'm not sure what you're thinking of. Of course you're not. Of course you're not. But at the that that. Yeah, I really have no great way to open the show. I mean, I started it and then <laughs> that I'm four and I just completely lost my train of thought and lost all semblance of being able to manage the show. Oh, yeah. right. So, uh, so I, you know what, what this usually happens, I usually have a story, right? So I should Is have a story, story time with Willie. Uh, it's kind of, I don't know how entertaining it's going to be. So I remember when I first started playing magic, the gathering was way back in eighth grade. And then I promptly stopped after eighth grade. So you only got one year of magic, the gathering in. And then uh, about in 2008, 2000, no, sorry, 2009 to 2010, uh, my roommate got me back into it. And then I quickly stopped that, too, because I found out once again that, oh, yeah, that's right. Magic is nothing but money, 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 money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so my friends, they invited me out to uh, or I asked, I asked if I could join. That's right. They didn't invite me. because No one invites me anywhere. I asked him if I can join them with going to Friday Night Magic because that's where they said they were going. I was like, oh, cool. I can, I just kind of want to hang out. You mind if I come with you? They said, sure. Uh, what I didn't hear was they didn't say Friday Night Magic. They said, we're going to play Magic. I was like, okay. And they were talking about the the uh, midnight release of the new set. Oh. So I was sitting around there like in like 730. I was like, are we going to Friday Night Magic? What's going on here? And then they said, no, we got to wait till midnight. Midnight. <laughs> so i was so i went with him at midnight i was sitting down there i was just gonna hang out while they do that and uh, it was my friend hannah james and phil and after a while i was sitting there i was like you know what if someone wants to buy the box for me to get into this i'll do it and whoever buys me the box they can keep the cards afterward i'll just Whoa. play with them you know because you're nice. doing like a little, little draft thing kind of thing, yeah. but just with the box you get and try to make the best deck you got. I was like, you know what? Yeah, 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 I'll do this for you guys, but you get to keep the cards. I did. I, I they came with like a little uh, twenty sided die. I did keep that though. I was like, Bill, you know, I'm keeping this right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you use the twenty sided die for after the fact? Just toss it for fun. I mean, you never know when you're going to need a twenty sided die. You keep a d twenty in your card. In your car God. for those random people. You goddamn right. It's how he now makes all decisions. Huh. If he rolls the 20, he means <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything. And just collects $200 for passing go. That's also 5 through 20. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, you loaded that die right there. So how did you do when you went to Friday Night Magic after having been out of the game for how many years? A lot, a lot of years. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> well, my first matchup, I lost both. To, it was best two out of three, or the best, yeah, the best two out of three uh, matches you know, continues on. Uh, my first match was not too good because I got my ass handed to me. But the guy said at the end, I was like, uh, "Just go ahead and tell him you won both times." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm leaving right after this, so just go tell him you won both times." I was like. <laughs> I was All like, right. Damn, I thought I was out finally. So, so I go tell my one. I'm like, great. I feel bad. But uh, 
what awesomely happened, uh, the next match I had up was against my friend Hannah. She won the first match, and then I, I won the next match. And then we were tied, and we ran out of time because we couldn't finish. We couldn't even do the third one. They, they By the time they end of the second one, we're, or by the end, ending of it, they're like, time's up. I'm like, damn. So, uh, so I continued on after that, and then I pretty much lost one game, and I was like, you know what? It's 4 a.m. I'm think I'm done here. Uh, I can see, buddy. You just you just win. And that was that. And I kind of moseyed my way on home at 4 a.m. Well, you had your own car, so you didn't have to wait for someone else to drive you home. Oh yeah, yeah. I drove over there. I knew all. I kind of figured stuff was good. Plus, also was going out for food before we went and stuff. So I was like. Yeah, good. went to cookout. I know you know about cookout, Chris. I did. You told me all about it. I kind of want. Oh, to that's right. You don't someday. know about it yet. I've never, never actually had been to, to one. That's a problem, Chris. Well, they don't have <laughs> them here. That's a problem, Chris. You need to move somewhere where they do. Or well, at least visit. I, I don't really want to move. I own a house. Or and at I least work visit. here, and my fiance works here too. Yeah, well, I don't think there's any restaurant worth moving. You never had cookout. Is it that good, huh? And uh, let me tell you just about the barbecue in general in North Carolina. Are you serious? We have two, two barbecue styles that are named from North Carolina places. Lots well, of yeah, Le- Lexington style, which is from Lexington, North Carolina, and you got Eastern for Eastern North Carolina. Ah, <laughs> I'm guessing on that second one, but uh. I do prefer a Lexington base because it's vinegar based. Oh my god! Oh, I do love a good vinegar based barbecue. I'm not huge vinegar based barbecue sauce person. I think it's all right. You more mustard? You more mustard based? Eh, not more mustard based. More the ketchup based ones that are more of the oh. sweet. Ketchup based. Well, I mean, I think it's ketchup that's the base on. You mean I'm tomato? Not 100% sure. I kind of see that a little bit. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of fucking weird barbecue place you got in West Virginia? Well, I don't Fuck. anymore. That's the problem is the barbecue <laughs> place that I really liked closed down about two years ago. And then the chain one that I really liked closed down last week when I was like, man, I could go for some smoked jalapeno kielbasa. And then I looked up online and like, oh, no, Dickie's Barbecue closed all of their locations in West Virginia. And I was like, no. And was all right. Uh, I got a question for Bachman. Uh, so. I'm in North Carolina. Chris is in West Virginia. He's up more north than me. But what 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 state would you say seems more uh, rednecky? West Virginia or North Carolina? <laughs> Both. <Ooh>. Which it <laughs> seems more. I mean, have you not seen that documentary, The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia? No. Oh, you should see that. I saw movie. what was it? The Outsiders. I saw the hillbillies that live in the woods and make moonshine. That was a fun show. I thought the Outsiders was that movie with all the like the kids and like the the greasers and they run away from home and they cut their hair with their blades, based that's, on the book. That's the old movie called that, but that's not the TV show called that. There's a TV show called The Outsiders. I didn't know this. Yeah, it's the hillbillies that live in the woods and make fucking moonshine. I Is it like a reality you. show? A reality show? No, it's um. Okay. It had uh, the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy that played Opie. Opie, Opie, Opie. Oh, the Ryan huge guy that got killed. Yeah, yeah. From a oh, the, the like the best friend. Yeah, he was in it as one as like kind of the main character when the show starts. I didn't know he died. 
What I haven't seen all of it, and I don't think I'm going to go back to it, so I don't care about the spoiler. Yeah, I'm not. Compl- I'm not apologizing for a spoiler from Sons of Anarchy from like season three. I, I, I thought he was still going. I, thought, I remember his wife dying, and like it was someone's fault, or like there's someone actually they thought he were killing him, but they killed his wife instead. But, yeah, that was like season one. Yeah, but I thought he could. I think I, what, I just remember my most awesome moment is seeing. It was like, wait, is that is that Stephen King walking in the scene? Uh huh. Pretty much like, being the uh, the cleanup guy, the cleaner, the wolf yeah. from Pulp Fiction, going back to yep. Quentin Tarantino from the pre-show. Yep. Man, that that was great. I was like, that is Stephen King. What flipped me out was when I found out that Kurt Sutter played the dude that was in jail the whole time. Kurt yeah, Sutter, Kurt Sutter, the guy who's the, the show, show creator. Oh, is he anything else, or is that just like? Well, he created and wrote Sons of Anarchy, starred in it, and he's married to Peggy Bundy, who also starred in the show. I don't think that's the name at all. Yeah, it is. I grew up in the 80s. That's her name. <laughs> well, the show didn't start up till the 90s. I don't think. This show. 88, 89? But Married with Children will always be where she's from. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, <laughs> No, Married with Children, didn't that get started? Like, I thought it got started in the 90s. Like, 90. That was probably the early 90s. Yeah, oh, I was old enough to remember it. could have been 89. I watched it too as a kid. When it brand new shows as it came on, I, I was there with you, but I was, you know, younger and better looking. I mean, it depends on who you ask. Ask the pedophiles. <laughs> They'll say, yeah, that little kid looks great. Oh, why are we always going to make it creepy? Why are we asking them, Willie? I mean, I got, I want to look sexy to somebody. Gross. So you bring up the pedophiles as you put it? Why? I'm not saying I went along with it. I was just like, I mean, I hope I look sexy to somebody. Ooh, look at that pudgy little fucker. <laughs> like, get back here, you piggly some bitch! Oh, dear Lord, I can't believe we're doubling down on this. You know that, that that's from Family Guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, Mister Herbert. Name? You said that yeah, Herbert the pervert that I could remember. Yes, Herbert the pervert. And as Sailor Poem points out in the chat room, it's the internet. You are sexy to somebody, Willie. Oh, See? I try. You try. You're good. You got that big bushy beard. You got that mountain man look going for you. I'm about to get rid of it, though. I mean, I need to shave this and he shave this. I mean, this is only good looking when it's like like two days after a five o'clock shadow. So are you shaving the beard beard itself or are you letting that oh, go? Oh, I need to trim this down, too. I need to trim it down. I don't I don't want to get it long again. I'm not trying to, but it's getting you don't want to be able to braid your beard. Do, but then I don't want it to be long at the same time. It's just, uh, it's a lot of work, man. Just a lot of work just being. <laughs> Sailor Poland, I really do enjoy your outlook on the internet. Right? <laughs> yeah, I need, to, I need to pull up the chat. For, for those not, that are I'm, unaware, I'll, I'll, re, I'll speak it aloud for internet posterity. Someone took a picture of me in my Unit 02 plug suit because I'm old and jaded. I know someone somewhere is jerking off to it. <laughs> it is the I internet someone so that means that by that logic somewhere someone is jerking off to this show how's that make that you feel is, willie i can only hope you can see that's creepy we found a way to make willie's morning better and now that we've made his morning better <laughs> we can just proceed on in to our news of the week that's a good segue live from the atgn studios on uh the internet it's the news of the week. Is 
So really the news is that someone somewhere is jerking off to this show. Really nothing else is any more important today. All right, then now let's get into what I'm into. But if we had to do some news, News of the Week is that portion of the show where we run down what's in our minds, some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up in the past week that's of interest to us that we hope we can tell you about and you find interesting as well. So with all that laid out there and all the pressure to go first, Willie, why don't you kick us off? Oh, okay. You heard me having all this trouble in the pre-show about having my news. It sounded like you had two choices to go with, so you piqued my curiosity. Two bad choices. Well, then I'll go first if you're afraid they're bad. No, I'm going first. (laughs) They are bad. So so my news of the week is this is my thesis. Yeah, say the thing in the title. Um, My thesis is um, so who do you think uh, Netflix's biggest competitor is uh, as said by Netflix themselves. HBO. No. Surprisingly not. Oh, I know what you're going to say now. I remember this article. I will yep. not speak because I know the answer now. Bachman, do you have a guess? Who uh, does Netflix say is their biggest competitor? Hulu? No. No. Surprisingly, it's something that came out, what, two years ago? Maybe two and a half years ago? I can't remember. And then morphed into something else after it came out. Yeah, pretty much. And that's when it got really big and it's still going big. So I'm, of course, talking about Flickster. No. So here's a hint for people. (laughs) If you go on Twitch, it's it's the game. A lot of people are playing. You'll see probably most people are playing and or watching it. It started up a fortnight ago. Oh, it is Fortnite. Hey, a Fortnite. So, yeah. So apparently Netflix is saying Fortnite is our biggest competitor. Just like taking away people's attention you know, from watching stuff is, you know, that game, whether they're playing it or watching it on Twitch or any, you know, any combination of the two at the same time. Hell, they could probably jerk Usually. off at the same time, too. I don't know what people do with their lives. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you are saying, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, they even mentioned it's not HBO, surprisingly. It's Fortnite. So, in the past, they'd been saying HBO and that they wanted to make their entertainment on par with HBO. But I hadn't thought about it until I saw the article and until you mentioned it here. It didn't bring it back. That there are a boatload of people that are playing that game, mostly because it's on just about every console. It's on and- every handheld, minus a DS. Yeah. And it's well, I mean, arguably free. You can play for free. It's also not on the Vita. What, what, is the Vita what? even supported anymore? I, I say that in full seriousness. I have no idea. Yeah, that, yeah it actually is. I, I'm on the Vita subreddit, and there okay. are the and it, 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 people still order physical games. Like some companies actually put out physical games for it. Still, it's like yeah. like they still get go for it. And plus, I guess it is on the P, of the Vita because you can also do the um, the remote play, which is a thing. Like if you're out on the road and you have a good Wi-Fi connection, you can hook it up and connect it and play your any PS4 game you want. Interesting. Yeah, I'd known that before, but so Sailor Poland in the chat room says Sony isn't making Vitas, but people are still making games for it. So it's similar to what I've yeah. seen with the Dreamcast. Then is that the Dreamcast is no longer sported, but people still put games out. Now it's not as prevalent anymore. But speaking of the Dreamcast, let's go on a little tangent here because that's what I would do best. I just thought- related. Yeah, I just saw recently that apparently there was a TV, uh, 19-inch TV, I think it was 19 inches, uh, TV made in Japan only, or sold in Japan only, that had a Dreamcast built into it. Interesting. I, I was, was unaware cool. of that. Hmm. Yeah, I saw a picture. I was like, oh, that looks like, it looked like a um, one of those, the um, 
the Max, like that, you know, had the, all the colors to it like on the back, like the kind of translucent, kind of plastic, and they all had a bunch of different wild colors. I forget what they were called. I not IMAX, but you know, Power Mac, like where the monitor was like it was back when the big monitor was not the flat screen. No one remembers this. Uh, CRTs, yeah, I yeah. guess. Cathode ray tubes. I know you know what that means. But I guess no one remembers those things. Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> but yeah, it looked like one of those. That's all I'm basically getting at. And tangent over. So Fortnite, everybody. And what is also <laughs> wise is one of the biggest games. Because so, the mode that everyone wants to play is free. The mode no one wants to play, you have to pay for. Okay. You want to know the at real the even, in the pants? I bought they even that released the I game that version game. of the game? Yes. I mean, I don't. Is it still, is it out of like green light? I don't know that. It's still in a beta, technically, but they don't put any emphasis into the save the world game anymore. It doesn't yeah. seem like because they're up to what like season nine of Fortnite, season eight of Fortnite, and the PUBG variant of it, for lack of a better term. Battle Royale mode, you mean? Yes, thank you. I couldn't come hey. up with the right term. It was I was struggling. Don't worry, other people did it for you. It's called Battle Royale. You don't have to come up with a better name. I appreciate it, though. Nonetheless, it's just weird. Like they designed a game and then had a little multiplayer, like part of it, and then they basically focused on the multiplayer and abandoned the actual game they made. Well, let's call it what it is. <laughs> they copied uh, PUBG pretty much and put that mode in and made that free to play as a battle royale. And they saw it was making money because they put in like the battle pass. You had to pay for it to get like. More yeah, and all the cosmetic shit. Yeah, and I mean, it's work. It, people are paying the money, and I do like the fact that it's not like gambling because you, when you buy the battle pass, there's no like loot boxes. You just have to level up by playing, and so you know what you're getting by, by what level you get up to. And I don't know. I remember this one of the seasons when I actually got into it. I was like, okay, I get. It. I'm going to start playing. I played a bunch. Um, you also earn the V coins in it, which you can use to buy a battle pass. And I think I earned enough battle coins or the V coins to pretty much pay for my next battle pass. So hmm. technically, you don't really have to pay for it unless if they if they're still doing that. I'm not sure. I've never put money into that game other than when I first bought it because I wanted to play the Save the World mode. And then, like literally two weeks after I got the Save the World mode and started playing it, that's when I'm like, hey, we're doing this free version where you can play uh, the PUBG Battle Royale version of it. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. And then nobody was playing Save the World base. Everyone was playing Battle Royale, which is fine. But I was like, man, I could have just waited two weeks, had a bunch of people to play with on the free variant of it. Oh, well. No. And uh, the only reason I even started playing or downloaded it was because my friend Cassie, she stopped playing Overwatch so much and started playing that. And I was like, okay, I guess I can do that because I enjoy playing with you and talking with you. So yeah, I'll switch over to that for a bit. And oh, boy. That game is also not good when, um, yeah, you're with Overwatch, you have two teams. And she's a player that if she's not winning, she's not having fun. Gotcha. And then, so you go to Fortnite. Why would you want to do this to yourself? Because you're not going to win every time. Hell, there's some matches you just get killed off right away. And you're like, well, shit. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I think. I think the first like four or five times I tried playing, like literally, I would land on the map, start running towards a building, and sniper shot in the head. Match is over. 
It's like, oh, well, that was fun. Let me go back into a queue and do a five-minute load-in and eventually float down to the ground and then get shot instantly, died again. See, oh, that was fun. I never thought the queues <laughs> were that long on that game. I haven't played yeah, it much, but it, was never, it never took long to jump into a game. No, and um, I remember my first match I did. I jumped down. I Apparently, I would land no, near no one. I was just trying to find people, trying to still be in you know, the eye of the storm. And then all of a sudden, I'm just running in like one of the valleys. This is like one, the original map, of course, before they did all the changes. I just wanted running one of the valleys where like the water stream, you got the big hills on both sides, and just running down all of a sudden, sniper shot dead. Like, okay. Well, that was fun. Didn't even kill anyone. But this was, I was in it for like five minutes and just didn't see anyone at, at this time. I guess I was just in the wrong area. Gotcha. I don't know. I, I've had fun with it the few times I've played it, but like I've talked about, my backlog of shame is so large that I've barely touched the game. <laughs> and at this point, anytime I do touch it, I tend to get smoked pretty quickly because playing solo on that game and not having learned the maps and things like that, it's a bit rough. So there's people that have been living on it for months now. Yeah. And you just said your backlog of shame. I'm starting up a petition <laughs> like uh, that came up, you know, from the walk of shame. Uh, I'm saying we should do a new thing. The crab walk of shame. Where no, 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 you can't walk away. You got to crab walk away. Well, that'd be interesting. But... It would be. It'd be funny. How about you do that, Willie, and the rest of us will just watch. Uh you got me. I got no words. You got me. Do you think I could do that with my knees? I guess you're gonna have to try, aren't you, Willie's crab walk shame? It ain't gonna go far. <laughs> oh, speaking of Walk of Shame, I saw a preview for a movie. Fucking, uh, they're bringing back Death Day. They got Happy Death Day to you. you. It has a sequel. Yeah. You never, you haven't seen that yet? No, I hadn't caught the trailer for it. I didn't know they were doing a sequel. I think I saw the trailer two months ago or last month, and I was like, hmm, okay. I didn't those, think I needed a sequel, but all right. For those that don't know, the original Death Day is a horror movie version of Groundhog's Day, but it starts in the morning where a chick's doing a Walk of Shame, which is why I, I thought of it. And uh, yeah, I know you know my things so far away now. I actually do have it over there. I did buy it. <laughs> a likely story. All right, yeah. hold on one second. Let me get. We up can't see it. No proof. I right, really uh, hope he has pants on when he stands. Get, up. Get, you already saw me get up when I turned on my heat in the I didn't pay attention. <laughs> oh, I'll pull Wait. my dick out for you when I get up now. Oh, oh god! All right, give me one second. <laughs> oh. to the next news of the news of the week, and I'll, oh. I'll just. Be back I want to throw up right now. Well, you haven't seen your news of the week. Willie's news makes me sad, but not as sad as my news of the week, which I saw last night. For those that, are, well, for those listening live right now, I'm sure most of you probably know who George Perez is. For those who do not, George Perez is one of the defining comic artists of the '80s. He can't. He's been doing work ever since. He's done some of my favorite work on the Justice League and the Avengers. He did announce his formal retirement. Here is the quote he said on his Facebook account. With respect to future published works in comics and such, while it's been no secret that I've been dealing with a myriad number of health issues, diabetes, heart ailments, vision, vision issues, etc., they have indeed forced me to, for all intents and purposes, formally retire from the business of creating new comic stories. It's kind of a sad day. George Perez, like he started out, what, like 1973, 1974 is when we first started getting involved in things, and... Some of the definitive looks I have for characters in my head come from the work he did on like Titans or his 
or his uh, Avengers work in the early 2000s when they redesigned the Scarlet Witch costume that was interesting. He's done all sorts of different work, and I'm I'm kind of sad to see him go because he's been pushing out work here and there to this day, despite his health issues. And all I've got to say right now is Marvel and DC, if you're listening right now, George Perez has retired. You know what the fans would love to see? A re-release of the Justice League Avengers crossover from the early 2000s. Kurt Busiek on the story and uh, George Perez on the artwork. Make it happen. Everyone loves it. And it's a good homage to George Perez's career, which has spanned both the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe. So I'm sad to see him go. And I wish it was for better reasons than his health issues. Hopefully he's able to better get them under control since he's not having to travel as much for cons and stuff, presumably. But uh, it's, it's kind of a bummer. He's been one of my favorite artists in the industry. And I'm sure Anthony has better, more well-thought-out thoughts than I, seeing as he's far more <laughs> tuned to the art side of the industry than I am. Yeah, George Perez, he created basically the Titans that we all know and love. Like, his Marv Wolfman was the writer, but it's it's Perez's art style that gave us robin with pants <laughs> or and uh dick grayson in the disco costume uh yeah all the uh, star fires uh beast boy all of them in the way we know them and then yeah he was he he's the team book guy there was no there was no artist that could do a splash page with 50 characters better than george perez and some of his layouts are just amazing which is why he was one of the artists they brought in when they did a little book uh, back in uh, the 90s called the Infinity Gauntlet, which you all just saw done as the Infinity War movie. Yeah, that was George Perez drawing that shit back in the day when it was oh, just yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, it was him and Ron Lim did uh, the first book. And then, yeah, I mean, he was when the two companies got together and decided to do Justice League versus Avengers. Only one name got brought up and both companies said, we can't do this unless George Perez draws it. Because both companies wanted to fight for one artist to draw their team, but both companies wanted George Perez, which that tells you how well the man draws team books. Like nobody does a team book better than George Perez. And yeah, it's it's sad to see him going, especially with health issues, because he's a comic book artist, which means he has no insurance. And unless he's stored money away, he might be in financial trouble, which is why, um, you know, the Hero Initiative exists to help give you know money to comic book creators when they get in dire straits at the end of their life. Because these guys are independent contractors. They don't get health insurance. They don't have a guild. They don't have a union. When they're not under contract with Marvel or DC, they get paid nothing but the royalties from books that they're contracted for. And for most of them, that's not much. So according, <laughs> according to the article here, 2019, for the most part, is going to be his final year of convention touring as he winds down. Although there's going to be one, quote, make good show in 2020. So not much opportunity left. And while it seems like he's not going to be doing sketches and things there, you can he's accepting orders ahead of time equivalent to five sketches per convention day. So you have to book that through his broker, evidently. So there is still a chance to get some more George Perez artwork, but there's not a lot of shows left he's going to do. And he's come to a couple shows up this way, and he's always been incredibly nice and gracious to his fans. And I'm sure he'll be still happy to sit, talk, take pictures, sign books and things like that. It's just the art doing it there is probably, I could see how that would become difficult if you're not feeling well. And one would probably think they're not giving their best effort then if they're feeling like crap and it's not turning out how they want. Well, yeah, no, I know in George Perez being such a consummate professional, if his if his health issues are making it to where he's not drawing up to a caliber that he finds 
you know, worthy. I would see him not wanting to do artwork at all just because he's not going to feel good about the stuff he's producing. Right. And looking in the chat room, Sailor Poland's kind of nailed it here when it comes to George Perez's skill in doing the team books, saying Perez could draw 50 characters, but he could make them distinct enough in their placement, coloring, and body language, and you could still tell what the hell was going on. His art was complicated, never chaotic. And I think that's a really good way of putting it. I mean, yeah. The story still was told quite well, even though you could have like 20 people on screen on a frame and you'd be like, holy crap, how the hell are you pulling that off? Yeah, his layouts were fantastic. I mean, Infinity War, it's the half the Marvel Universe attacking Thanos. And at no point are you confused about who's who. Right. Same with Every the Justice character. League and Avengers book. Yeah. Because, yeah, that one had a lot of characters oh, in yeah. it. Man, he went, he went almost full cast on both teams. <laughs> his his run in the early 2000s on Avengers with Kurt Busiek is still one of my favorite runs because you had great storytelling and you had great art. As that was when they brought back the Black Knight, right? They brought back the Black Knight. That's when they brought Wonder Man back to life after he'd been dead for like 15 years. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the return of Simon. Yep. It was really good. Willie, are you familiar with who George Perez is? Have you have you read any of the stuff we've talked about or seen any of his work? Possibly. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair. I, I'm sure uh, if, if you click on the link on the show notes at some point, it shows some of his artwork in there. You probably look at that and make, oh, I might have seen that before. Uh, I know he's seen some of his artwork. He just may not remember the name. Yeah. So I, I think the best way to sum this one up is how George Perez himself concluded his announcement here was his quote saying long story short i will be just fine i've had a wonderfully good run doing exactly what i've wanted to do since i was a child now i can sit back and watch the stuff i helped create entertain whole new generations that's a pretty nice legacy to look back on and it, excuse me and so much of that is thanks to all of you the greatest fans in the world i am humbled and forever grateful Oh, yeah, and uh, we forgot to mention a little book also. Uh, he did uh, The Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, that, that small DC book oh, where yeah. they decided the first time to ruin and destroy their entire uh, book line and galaxy. Yeah, he drew The Crisis, Team books, the, OG, the OG crossover, like the first one that wiped a universe. He drew Crisis, like, damn. <laughs> it's all about and, yeah, and that books. and that had every DC character in it. It had all of them. Wait, I think I actually might have one of those comics still somewhere. It's not in pristine condition at all, but I think I still have one of those somewhere, like back from the eighties or something like that. I don't know when it came out. Yeah, it was uh eighty four. He left New Teen Titans to do the DC fiftieth anniversary event Crisis on Infinite Earths. I just remember the cover was like, remember Earth in the background, like a yep. bunch of different heroes flying out or something. Like, yep. Yeah, so I think I have that one. Uh, the thing was one of the crises. Crises? Crises. <laughs> I don't think you can pluralize that word. I it'll just, just hurt, did. It'll just hurt your brain. There's well, all, there's There's been more than one crisis in the world in general. They need to have plural. There have been multiple crises. So... I'm sure I'm no, I'm sure George Perez is never going to see us here, but uh, congratulations on a long career. You know, here's hoping you can get your health issues further under control and enjoy your retirement. There's no way he's going to hear those words. We were talking about pedophiles earlier. Thank you. No, sir. not we. You. Yeah. We were talking about you, this. Not we. No, that was you, you, motherfucker. That was you. That was all Willie. I think I heard Chris say pedophile too. I asked why we brought that up. So I guess if that is considered me talking about them, 
I am guilty of asking why the hell we were talking about them. That's fair. I I'll wait, but before we go on, I do want to do want to have a little statement here. Oh no! Uh, fuck all pedophiles. That, that I mean, that that's, that should be a given. <laughs> Thank you. I'm making light of it, but I mean, yeah, but still, fuck them. <laughs> Continue. Thank you for that, Willie. And I have no way how to segue out of that to Anthony's news that yeah. I was trying to build up to. So, hey, Anthony, kick off your news for us, please. <laughs> well, you know, I guess those are some people. Some most of us wouldn't mind seeing bloody deaths. So that works. How about we kill a couple of them in uh, Mortal Kombat? There you go. You brought it back. <laughs> uh, which uh, wh- which fatality would you choose? All of them. Well, which one in particular? You son of a bitch. <laughs> All of them. I mean, you could choose, of course, the classic uh, Sub-Zero, just spine rip out. Or you could do, what's the guy with the hat? I can't remember his name, where he spins his head on the ground and he pulls the, the people in the crotch first. Raiden? No, no, no. No, he's no, talking no, about no. Kung Lao. Oh. Yeah, I think so. I Luke Chang's ancestor. Yeah, was this his ancestor? Uh-huh. Oh, but yeah, you know, he throws his hat on the ground, spins around like a blade, he pulls their legs to him. Not, not, none first. of those are happening because we have new Mortal Kombat and we have new fatalities and we have new characters and we have new costume customizations and we have new voice talent. Where right, the f- X No, shut up, shut up, Willie. Shut right, up. Fair, I got you, I got you. Go ahead. The X MMA woman's champion and current WWE woman's champion, Ronda Rousey is voicing Sonya Blade. So they actually got themselves a celebrity voiceover for the new Mortal Kombat, which is kind of cool. And then, uh, yeah, um, IGN put up a ton of... um, uh, IGN and The Rap put up just a ton of videos. They've uh, shown the fatalities. They've shown intros, uh, gameplay, all these characters. uh, There's a stone, uh, like, uh, earth elementalist. There's a blood elementalist. And then uh, one of the coolest videos they put up is... There is now going to be character costume customization to where they showed basically Scorpion and somebody going in and changing his mask to like six different versions of the mask, six different versions of the weaponry, six different versions of his chest piece. And apparently that's going to be available for all the characters in the game. And yeah. it just it looks gorgeous. That sounds like Injustice 2, which they also worked on because that's what they did too there. Yeah. Um but, but yeah, this but, looks a lot prettier than Injustice did, to be honest. Right. Just watching these videos, I mean, Mortal Kombat's been, they kind of focused on the, the like the horror movie aspect for a while in the last couple of them in uh, 8, 9, uh-huh. 10. They introduced um, Leatherface, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, and then I think the last one they had uh, the Xenomorph and the Predator, yeah, well, if I remember yeah. correctly. I think Leatherface, <clears throat> the Jason, the Xenomorph, and Predator all in the same one as DLC, I think. Were they all in ten? The last. I remember one, I think? Freddy was in a game by himself. Yeah, like he was DLC, but they, yeah, yeah. Apparently for eleven, they're they're going back to focusing on the 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 non IP or the IPs that they that they own for Mortal Kombat. And yeah, I mean Raiden, Sonya Blade, Baraka, Sub Zero, Scorpion, all of this stuff. It looks fantastic. Like I'm not, I enjoy Mortal Kombat every once in a while. I've never gone like overboard crazy with it. But this one looks, I mean, it looks good enough to buy. Like, just on the looks alone. Like, the graphics on this look fucking great. Uh, I'm not that big on fighting games. Like, Smash Brothers, because it's a different type of fighting game, it's a different style. Yeah, but, like, the regular different. classical two-on-two, or, you know, sorry, one-on-one, like, fighting game, it's not really my thing. I've played Mortal Kombat in the past. I'm not that good at it. I'm pretty sure we've it. all played it. <laughs> 
Not I mean, much, the generation no. I think we had to. <laughs> I was never much of the fighting game player because I was terrible at it between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and all that stuff is I, I never put in the quarters enough to sit there and learn all the special combo moves and crap like that in the arcades. So oh, Chris, that was not the statement he made. He said we have played it. We I have played yeah. it. Yeah, but we know you played it because you're much. our age or you're my age. <laughs> I know you played it. Anyone my age has played it. Fair point. Fair point. But uh, now the thing about it, the one I probably put the most quarters in was Killer Instinct. Mine was the <laughs> X-Men arcade game. <laughs> or the Simpsons arcade game. I said we're talking fighting games here, Chris. It does, Not those are better. Fighting games. games are bullshit unless they're Smash. <laughs> that just means you were losing at them. Well, that's true too. <laughs> I mean, but the you know the greatest thing Mortal Kombat ever gave us, right? Fatalities. The song. Oh, Mortal Kombat. I saw that movie opening weekend, and I loved it so much. Test your might. <laughs> the weekend that movie came out, I taught myself how to do the Liu Kang double chest kick up against a brick wall. I was like, I that should be the- possible. I thought you were going to say the bicycle kick. No, I mean yeah, I could jump up in the air possible. and wiggle. My, I could jump up in the air and wiggle my feet, but and then fall on your ass. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, I actually I taught myself how to do the jump up and like and basically turn vertical or uh, horizontal and kick a wall twice. Just as like that looks like it's actually doable, and I practiced it. Robin Sue was awesome. The guy that played Luke Kang was pretty fucking cool. For for what ended up being you know a not great low budget video game based movie. But it was better than the sequel. <laughs> oh god! I, oh god! Do we even want to talk about that sequel, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation? Oh, they added in. Um, Frickin actually, uh, Chris, I'm one. Raiden. <laughs> uh, Chris, I have a, uh, a a request. Um, when you when you go back and you hear me do the Mortal Kombat Annihilation, add in the echo effect with Annihilation. That'd be cool. Do that. I didn't timestamp that shit. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> now we're calling out production notes. When did this shit happen? But yeah, that, that's all I had. If you're if you're interested in Mortal Kombat, if you're a fan, go check out the videos. If you for some odd reason missed the announcement, but yeah, it it looks good. So if if you're into the fighting games and you're not already totally addicted to Smash Brothers and un, uncapable of playing anything else, you might want to go look at the new Mortal Kombat because it it does look good. Addicted? Don't tell me how to live my life. You're addicted. I'm just a dick. Spending all day sucking people with Kirby, you weirdos. Uh, I'm a Little Mac, a.k.a. Yeah. One Punch Man. He's one Punch Man. man. <laughs> a.k.a. One Pump Man. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. God damn it. I got season one of One Punch Man over there. I didn't grab that. I should have grabbed it. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Chris? <laughs> I made a sex joke for you. Yeah, you did. It was pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. How many times did you win against Little Mac? Who cares? Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, now we're getting Smash Brothers trash talk. I don't, I don't really you got care. It right. I have no shame in that game. I fully admit that I am not a very good player, but I have fun playing, and that's all that. Really oh matters. yeah, that's a. I, and that's well, how I am on Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I'm so happy that my friends got uh, my friend Hannah last Sunday. They she got a Switch after the show. We, I went with her and took her over to get it. And she got Smash Brothers and Zelda. I was surprised she didn't get Mario Kart. Because me and her, we get fucking competitive in Mario Kart. Oh, yeah? Um, nice. But uh, she got Smash Brothers. I was like, thank you for doing that. Because I need some people on my level. Because I just started choosing random 
and choosing my characters just because I don't want to choose the same two or three or four characters, you know, every time. So I want to get to know other characters. Uh, and so what is P- when, when does uh, Piranha Plant come out? When does what come out? Piranha Plant. Next month, like I the, think. I thought it was in January. Son of Maybe a it's bitch. at the end of the month. I honestly don't know. Yeah, you're supposed to be free if you you know, registered your games uh, you know, within a certain time limit. Yeah, I, I already registered. I just don't remember. Oh, I did too. But I'm just waiting for it. I want a new character. A real, 76 characters. Real quick before we spin off of the uh, of the news of the week, a couple things to point out real quick that I just thought was entertaining. Did you guys see how Amazon was branding the latest season of the Grand Tour, the uh, Top Gear spinoff? Or continuation. Yes. They had Amazon's. Oh, sorry. They had the greatest hashtag game going this week, which was hashtag Amazon's hit car show. But when you you make it a hashtag, if when you see mm. it as a hashtag, it's Amazon shit car show. Cool. It's all one word all together. So you're like, look at Amazon shit show. Amazon shit car show, but they knew exactly what they were doing because there were a bunch of immature idiots like myself on the internet went, this is the best hashtag ever because they got a bunch of free retweets and people going, I mean, how did you not see that Amazon? No, no, uh, really, they did it on purpose. That you think they called it a shit car show on purpose? Yes. It's an attempt to go viral. Oh, it worked. They played us. And I well, fully kinda, admit I mean, that it worked. There, there's no way they didn't do that on purpose. I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but... Do well, you know how much they focus group all that crap before they start doing all their promotions and stuff? They knew what they were doing. Yeah, there, there's one of two options there. Either their social media director is the dumbest person on the planet and is, now unemplo- and is now unemployed. Well, I don't or the 18 people that work in that department decided, yeah, this is something that will go viral when we put in a hashtag and it has the word shit in it. Because people love poo-poo humor. Uh, I don't. Well, you're not people. And plus, it's not literally talking about the subject. It's not talking about poop. It's just using yeah. shit in more of a derogatory term. Which than, I'm okay with. Yeah. You're it's, a piece of it's shit. It's like the exact opposite of how <laughs> South Park spun it up when they had the episode where they're going to say shit. And like, <laughs> he's going to say it. He's going to you get You got a bit of shit on the side of your mouth. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, two other things to touch on real quick. They're both under the trailer category. We're not going to go and dissect them here, but Spider-Man Far From Home trailer and John Wick Chapter 3 trailers dropped this week. Which one did you guys like more is what I will ask. I still need to watch the John Wick one. So right. Spider-Man Far it. From Home. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love the John Wicks, but I mean, I'm not getting all excited, excited about it. I mean, I, I will watch it probably in theaters, but I mean, I'm a still I'm a little worried about the Spider-Man Far From Home because... I want to see less of Jake Gyllenhaal and more of the fishbowl helmet. Well, but I know. know I'm not going to. Look, the fact that they actually put him in the fishbowl helmet is awesome. Because let's be honest, when they said they were going to do Mysterio, those were the rumors. How much time did you think he was going to spend in the fishbowl helmet? Not enough. Yeah, well, fair. Yeah. And, and those people that are going on the internet and complaining, this spoils the end of Avengers Endgame. We know Spider-Man's alive. Screw you. You already knew. You already yeah. knew you Spider-Man was going to be alive, and it's all. You know, Black Panther's going to come back too. That movie made way too much money. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. Anybody it, that didn't is an idiot. The people that are going to permanently die are not the ones that are alive at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, and the, the ones, ones that are permanently die have more to do with contracts. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> not movie franchises. That was the most frustrating thing is people that were legitimately seeming indignant on the internet that they put this trailer out. Now I know that Spider-Man's alive and I know that Nick Fury's alive and I saw them both dust. And I'm like, did you really think they weren't coming back? Really? Well, the, the people that said they were actually like crying at the end of the movie because a comic book character died. They're fucking comic book characters. Look, Nobody stays dead, dumbass. Look, well, that Spider-Man death well, still hurt, even though I knew they were going to undo it. It still hurt. <laughs> Uncle Ben still is still dead. No, he's, he's been he's brought back. They've done versions where he's come back to life. I remember see, the only thing I remember seeing is like he came back as like like a heavenly figure talking to Peter and that's up until the nineties. There was only one rule in comics. Only Bucky stays dead, and Ed Brubaker broke that rule. So there well, are no rules. Oh no, he did it in a great way. He gave us the fucking Winter Soldier because he decided there's only one rule in comics, and I'm going to break it and fucking make a good story out of it. Yeah, nobody stays dead. It's comic books. Yeah, both trailers they're enjoyable. They both have slightly different feels to it because we all know John Wick's going to be rated R because of violence and presumably oh, yeah. language. And there are some really fun moments they showed in the trailer, which are absolutely not at all what we're going to know. I mean, you've got John Wick riding around on a fucking horse with guns and stuff at one point, and you're just like, yeah. I accept this. Did, and then, did you... I'm uh, sorry, I just saw, I saw it on Twitter. Did you guys see the picture of uh, Dolly Parton and Keanu Reeves? No. And somebody put it up as a joke and said, um, uh, True Detective Season 4. <laughs> and oh. then Alex Winters retweeted it and said, well, this is one hell of a way to learn I've been recast. Wait, Alex Winters? <laughs> yeah, like acting like it was the new Bill and Ted. He put it up and said, this is a hell of a way to find out I've been recast. <laughs> I want to see the adventures of Dolly Parton and Keanu Reeves. That would be a great fucking movie. Let me look this up. Images. Keanu, Keanu, Keanu can do anything. That guy's so Why are fun. they taking a picture together? Is, is she in no the movie? Word. Maybe. Who knows? If he's, he's, riding a, he's riding a horse, maybe he ends up hiding on Dolly in Dolly Land. We, there's no way of knowing. It's John Wick. It's John Wick. Great. John Wick three is secretly a rhinestone cowboy two movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. So oh. Bachman, I know you haven't had a chance yet. Go watch the John Wick three trailer. It's just a uh, a tease of some of the stuff they're going to do. Like there's friggin' ninjas on Ducatis with swords chasing him down at one point. It looks really cool. Ninjas riding an Italian motorcycles? That seems... They might not actually be... They look like Ducatis. I don't know if it actually is or not. I'm assuming... I'll have to look, because that's weird. I don't know my motorcycles. I don't ride one. I'd die. (laughs) I would literally die if I rode one. I mean... Probably wouldn't die. You'd probably hurt yourself really bad, but you probably wouldn't die. I mean, when I lived in Belgium, I had a moped. That's the closest I came to a motorcycle. I mean, you should uh, should get training wheels first. Training wheels. All right. (laughs) Training wheels on a Ducati. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rock it. Hey, whatever it takes to not die. But that being said, it does. They make that really good safety equipment. Fair enough. That does wrap up our news of the week. It's that part of the show where I do like to remind you guys that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows over on the Gunna Geek Network, which you can find over at gunnageek.com. There's 25 plus different shows on the network that cover a variety of topics, be it general geek culture, specific television programs like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Arrow tabletop gaming video gaming all sorts of stuff just go check it out for yourselves you're bound to find one show there that's going to meet what your tastes are i guarantee it but as much as i would love to tell you about every show on the network i really can't do it but what i can do is toss you guys over to willie nelson who can tell you about one show on the network and give you a taste of it 
I mean, if there's anyone that's good at uh, promoing a show, it's Willie Nelson. I turned one of my uh, almost death into a promo for this show. So I'm the best at it. Right, Chris? That was a test, Chris. You passed. Good job. This week, I'm going to be talking about On the Bubble Podcast. Episode 34, Why Were They Cancelled and Cancelled Sci-Fi TV. Author John J. Joex? Joex? You can, you, you can, am I saying that right, Chris? You, um, this is not a test. I have no idea. Just go with it. <laughs> All right. Joex uh, shares his expertise on North American TV ratings, plus why sci-fi and fantasy shows have always struggled for renewals. John is the author of Why Were They Cancelled and Cancelled Sci-Fi TV. That sounds pretty damn interesting. Back to you, Chris. Well, thank you, Willie. And for those that aren't aware, On the Bubble podcast is all about shows that are on the bubble or were canceled and fan movements behind it and history of things that go on it. Josh does a very good job of putting it together. If that's up your wheelhouse, you should really go check it out. Or if there's certain things you're looking for show-wise, go check out his back catalog. He's talked about a lot of shows that you may like. All right, that that puts a bad taste in my mouth the way you said it up your wheelhouse. I should have Ugh. said in your wheelhouse. I apologize. Thank you for calling All out my misspeak. I appreciate it. So go check out On the Bubble Podcast and all these other great shows over at gunnageek.com. All of that being said, it is time for us to start wrapping up this uh, episode <laughs> of the All Things Good and Nerdy Podcast. But as we wrap it up, we have a final segment for you guys called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you all who are watching live or listening at a later date, just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we'd be getting into. So, Anthony, kick us off. All right. Week three card is Leslie Vernon. I got to finish the colors today. We have the rise of Leslie Vernon behind the mask. Time out, time out. I just watched that last night. Have you not seen it before? No, I saw it before like a little bit oh. last year, but I just showed someone else that movie last yeah. night. That's, that's just, fucking weird. I love that movie. That's I didn't know you were doing that. Yep. So he's he's uh, my third to last of the little killers. So I got to get uh, the rest of the colors done on him today for uh, this week's sketch card. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Overwatch with some friends. I'm playing a ton of Dead by Daylight. I streamed twice this week. I uh, did some fun last night. Actually got some updates done with the Streamlab thing to figure out how to basically do a bunch of changes to it. And then um yeah it was it was, it was weird server problems yesterday. But then uh once again randomly. Did a bunch of survivor matches and I ended the night with um uh one killer match just to get my killer points of the day. I had just randomly picked the Wraith, went into a match, and ended up with three Jakes and one Dwight, and the third Jake that loaded into the match, his character his account name was Scooby Doo. So the first person I killed in that match was Scooby Doo, which was weird. Because my friend that was watching my stream happens to be a huge Scooby-Doo fan. And so it was very strange that I was killing Scooby-Doo in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah, I highlighted that and put that up on my YouTube channel, so that was fun. How yeah, much Pete, of a fan do you have to be to be a big fan of Scooby-Doo? She owns like all the like all the Lego sets they did of Scooby-Doo. Oh god. Like she has like the the McDonald's toys. Like she's just oh, a huge Scooby-Doo no. fan. Hey, people have their thing. That's yeah, fair. So, been, been streaming a bunch of Dead by Daylight. Um, yeah, still working on getting a uh, yeah, keeping up with the my sketch cards. That's the goal for the year to get my fifty two done. And then yeah, doing some other uh, random sketches, working on some other pieces. I got a couple of I got I still got to do my buddy's kid's birthday present. I gotta I gotta work on that today. 
now that I remember. And then um, I finally caught a couple of movies. I rented um, Bad Times at the El Royale, and I watched, what did I say it was, the 11th Halloween movie. So I finally saw the new Halloween with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis versus The Shape again. And yeah, enjoyed the heck out of both of them. Seeing uh, Chris Hemworth play a freaking cult leader was really cool. Like, he he doesn't get a, you know, that, that guy, they're finally letting him do stuff other than just look pretty as Thor. And whenever the directors do, it's it's fun stuff. And, of course, Willie's showing the DVD. <laughs> 4K Blu-ray. Ooh, Whatever. Do you actually have a 4K Blu-ray player? No, I'm future-proofing. Fair enough. I was just <laughs> curious if you'd gotten one, that's all. Yeah, But, yeah, both both thoroughly enjoyable, both fun films, very different films. But, yeah, honestly, yeah, seeing Jamie Lee Curtis come back 40 years after Halloween now, like, that that woman just, she's such such a good actress, made for such an, you know, intriguing character development to see, you know, what Laurie Strode had gone through 40 years of basically waiting to murder somebody. Like, they did a hell of a job at that movie. I was I was way more impressed than I thought I was going to be. Yeah, that's what I've been getting into. That's some pretty interesting stuff. So I will go next. Uh, I haven't really been getting into a ton of stuff. I've been playing around with a little bit of uh, Tales of... Which one is it? Vesperia? I always forget which Tales the game Paul, it is yeah. I'm playing right now. But it's fun. And a little bit of Smash Brothers. Uh, really, mostly I've been watching just a bunch of dumb TV. And my work schedule was crazy this week. So it kind of threw things off. I'm hoping to take tomorrow to get caught up on a few things and play some games and stuff. And probably this afternoon slash evening... I will be watching playoff football sort of while I play video games on my Switch. I have grand plans of things like that. Really, that's about all I've been getting into. Watch some trailers. And yesterday went Pokemon raiding. That was fun. Uh, I course. went five for five on my raids. I like it. Is there a new shiny for this raid? Uh, I was not able to get any of the shinies, but there was two new five stars in the gyms, and I never remember their names, but I got them both. <laughs> One of them was like an IV of 93, so he'll actually be useful for me when I raid in the future. So go me. Yay. Yeah, the Phoebus event was going on yesterday, too, and like Suncast oh, says God. in the chat room, it totally sucked. It was Phoebus. I thought it was always called, his name was Phoebus. I thought it was, well, there's only one S, so it wouldn't be bass. Well, the Japanese, they're weird. They pronounce things weirdly. Well, I guess that's possible also. I'm not 100% sure, but I did go Pokemon raiding yesterday, and then I accidentally made a guy at Tesla think I wanted to buy a car, so that was awkward. <laughs> Wait, what now? So I, I was I was just kind of dicking around on the internet because part of me goes, you know, next car I get, I'm, I'm kind of considering whether I want it to be a Tesla electric vehicle or not because I commute 70 miles a day. So I was like, you know, and there's a supercharger here now too. I was sitting there, I was going in the long term, it'd save me some gas money. There's the tax incentive. So I just started looking up some stuff and I was looking at some of the pre-owned Teslas on their website. And this is where Tesla is very different than other like folks and dealerships that sell used cars is generally you can pull up the car on there you can view all the photos they've taken of the interior exterior stuff like that the car facts well when you pull them up on the tesla site it's just like the basic statistics and mileage on the car and if you want to see the photos you have to click a link that's request photos where you have to give them your name and email address so that they can then email you a link to where the photos are sometimes they're on dropbox sometimes they're on another different website sometimes they're on a car specific website so there were like four cars. I was like, well, I'm curious. What's the interior look on these cars based off the mileage? Bear in mind, not buying right now. I'm just researching. <laughs> so I, I 
clicked four different cars, asked him to send me some photos. And then I get like this long letter back and the guy's like, hey, my name is so-and-so. I'm here to help you buy your Tesla Model S. Let's get you in one. He goes, I'm happy to talk to you whenever you want. He goes, I can schedule a call for later today or tomorrow. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. And I, I felt real bad. I emailed the guy back the next day because I didn't see it because I got the email at like eight o'clock at night. I wasn't paying attention. And I emailed him back the next day and I said, I, first of all, I just want to give full disclosure. I, I am not planning on buying a car right now. I just wanted to look and get the lay of the land. I go, if I was going to buy one, it's still like six to 12 months out if I was going to do it. So I said, please, please don't think I'm wasting your time. I didn't realize this was going to send you an email that made it be like, hey, I want to buy a car. So I was like, I really do apologize for that. That being said, I had a question if you wouldn't mind answering it. This was on, <laughs> this was Friday and then the weekend came up. So I haven't heard anything back yet. I'm not really expecting to because I'm pretty sure as I think about it, this is just something that auto fired off when I requested. And it was kind of a form email that had some minor tweaks and stuff to it. But yeah, be careful if you are looking at pre-owned Teslas and requesting information on them. Because I accidentally made them think I was trying to, I wanted to buy one right now. And that was not my intent whatsoever because I'm sure they have, they get a cut or whatnot. So he saw your email. He's like, man, fuck this asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's possible too. But again, my intent, and I want to put this out there on the internet, my intent was not to start that ball rolling right now. My intent was just to do some research and look at photos of cars because when I get bored, I look up random things on the internet. <laughs> so my apologies to the advisor at Tesla that emailed me. Like I said, my intent was not to waste your time. Sorry. Uh, they get an email address. They're just going in for the pressure sale. Well, that was, the, but of all the vehicles I asked for stuff on, none of the other ones did that. So my guess is it was the fact of, I requested photos of the region where this vehicle was that he's like the pre-owned advisor for. And then it probably sparked something because the other ones I looked at weren't in Baltimore. They were in other locations. So I don't know. I just felt really bad at first because I was like, man, this is not what I intended to portray. And yes, I realized it's probably just salesman talk to try and get me to jump on things right then. But I did feel a little bit bad. That happens. Willie, what are you getting into, sir? Well, I bought some movies this week, a.k.a. some bad times at the El Royale and 4k blu-ray and uh and then another movie that was also mentioned earlier also picked up halloween 4k blu-ray and then uh just because i saw it there i was like you know what dc anime movies are pretty they've been good in the past except for batman ninja that thing was hot shit <laughs> but um i got the constantine movie that's animated i was kind of curious is constantine city of demons the movie Wow. It really says the movie on the title. Wow. Okay. Yep. And then I uh, also bought Split digitally because they did not have it at Best Buy. I was like, you fucking serious? I was like, fine. Fuck you. I'll just buy it digitally. And then um, and then because I bought Split because I was getting ready for Glass. Add in there, Kofi, Chris. Um, I'm on it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Glass. I'm still digesting it. Uh, the ending was a little bit like, wait, was what? there what? What a what? twist at the end? No, I'm not sure about the. Tw I mean, kind of. Uh, I guess it is a twist, but it was. Uh, but when you see, it, you see it. Um, I'm not gonna spoil anything. I was like, ah, uh, so I'm still digesting the ending a bit, a little bit. But everything 
before that, I mean, is is a kind of a slower paced movie, not nowhere near as slow as Unbreakable was, because that movie was slow. But the tension in that fucking movie, you could oh and Unbreakable when the kid has the gun, like, oh my god, like when 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 that got settled and everyone just kind of slumped down, I was slumping down. I was like, holy shit, that was intense. But um, yeah, uh, glass. I am. I, I'm is worth a watch. I would say it's not worth the watch in IMAX because that's how I saw it. Is like there's nothing for IMAX. You can go to a regular screen and watch it. That's say okay. But yeah, glass is good. I've been waiting for glass since 2001, 2002. Whenever I saw Unbreakable, I don't remember when I saw it. I saw it when I rented the DVD or I bought the DVD. I can't remember which. But um, I still have that copy somewhere. You didn't see Unbreakable in the theaters. No, I was a little kid, man. I didn't. My parents never took me to the theater. That's one thing I wish. That's why I go so much now, even by myself, is because mm-hmm. I didn't get to go to the theater all that much. And that's one of my favorite things that as a kid to do is go to the theater. And there's never had a chance. My, yeah, that my was parents, one of those ones I still liked M Night Shyamalan movies and went and saw it in the theaters. Like, wow, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, my parents were hermits, so they didn't, they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, but I love movies. Uh, so I mean, I love going to the theater, seeing the trailers beforehand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So I want to go see Glass, and it, it, it was a good movie. Like, uh, I would say um, James McAvoy does take the spotlight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it takes the light. If you get the the, the reference from the movies, uh, but uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, Bruce Willis are in there pretty good amount. Like, I remember someone telling me before I went to go see it, the reviewer was saying that Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson aren't even in this really that much. It's mostly James McAvoy. That was wrong. I would say it's not evenly split. Well, no pun intended. In all fairness, Sam Jackson plays one character. Bruce Willis plays one character. McAvoy plays like twenty-four. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. He, he needs more screen time. <laughs> I think you actually see all twenty-four in this movie. I think. Do they actually show? Does he do all of them? Wow. I think so because you've seen in the trailer they use the light thing to. From yeah. the trailer, so there's no spoilers. They, they change it makes yeah, it to force, force a change. Because I think and, in um, Split, I want to say he did 12 different characters, and I mean, and that was amazing. Like seeing McAvoy do f- 12 like fully realized different character creations was fantastic. I think there was even more. <coughs> well, at least I think there was a little. I think it was a yeah. little bit more than that, just because um, it might yeah, have been Kevin, 12, 14, 15. Yeah, yeah Kevin. Um, the Beast, Patricia, Dennis, Hedwig, and then uh, if you really want to go to like those three that were in the videos they saw, so you can add those in, like because I mean, they were in there for a good little bit, like when yeah. she started opening up the videos. But I'm uh, pretty sure I'm not sure. But what's funny is when the credits started rolling, you see a long line of names on one side. It was like, oh, I see what they're doing here, and uh, all of a sudden, and then James, James McAvoy Boy on the right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just by itself, I was like, "Oh, that 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 was good. I like how they did that." And his name was, of course, first in the cast, so it was just funny to see that just first. With yeah, with all the characters he played. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, Glass was good, and oh my god, the Beast in it—you get to see more of the Beast. Um, you get to see enough of the Beast to be, hey, I had enough Beast in this movie. Nice, and uh, Samuel Jackson character, Jesus Christ, oh my, god. it's just it's good. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I'm still digesting the ending. I mean, I'm not. It's not going to make me feel bad about the movie, but 
um, or you know, hey, start hating the movie or anything. But it's just something to digest. It's like okay. And I also love the fact that they brought the same actor that played his son in Unbreakable because it's the same amount of years has passed, and he's now an adult now, and so he plays still playing his son in this movie. That's cool. I forget his name, so hate me. Oh, uh, Bruce it. Willis's kid. Yeah, yeah, from Unbreakable. The one that found out he was yeah that he has superpowers. Yep, and he's he's kind of like his uh, Oracle, pretty much. Nice. Guy in the chair. I'm not sure I will go and see that until it's out on Blu-ray or whatever. But that's fair. I mean, I mean, I love because I loved Unbreakable so much. That's why I was going to see it regardless. So Unbreakable is really the only Shyamalan film that I am like. Oh, I love that movie. The rest of them just kind of excuse me, Lady in the Water. Yeah, that's oh, I like that movie. I know, I know. What about the visit? That was actually a pretty good one. No, Lady in the Water was did you shit. Well, lady, I'm not, but what about the visit? I don't even remember it. That was I a can't get past ten minutes of handy cam, steady cam bullshit. It's all right. It's the one is the two kids go visit their grandparents, and like they're going a little crazy or something. Yeah, I don't that movie. That was honest. a good one. I will say that was good. That was like the beginning of like Shyamalan coming back. Spencer Treat Clark. That's the kid's name. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think I'm not sure. Has he been? Has he done much else besides Unbreakable and that? He was on Agents of Shield. He was Werner Von Strucker. Oh. He's the one that worked for Hydra. Gotcha. What season was this? Uh, was it season five? Oh, wow. That's way down. Well, I he appeared early on and then came season back. Yeah. yeah, I think he was on early and they brought him back. I think it was like season two and five. Okay, I got it. Oh, yeah, he was the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they bring him back. I remember last time he got like trapped underwater in a submarine or something in the show. Yeah, he comes back. Okay. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. And uh, I think Hydra rec- resurrects him. And, I, and I'm not afraid to admit this. If I were gay, I was looking at him I was like, man, that is a handsome looking man. If I were gay, that'd be my crush right there. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm being serious here. Well, guys, looking at the time, though, we do need to start shutting this thing down. So thank you to everyone who did join us live today over on Geeks.Live. And also thank you to everyone who catches the video replay over at YouTube.com slash geek or the audio version over at ATGNPodcast.com. Don't forget, we do this live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central on Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the Gonna Geek Network. And yes, that is an actual URL with .Live. So before we shut this thing down, you guys have any final thoughts for us? Any pearls of wisdom? Gonna shut this shit down. Gonna shut this shit down. <laughs> I expect the uh, the post production work to go into this to add the echoes. Uh, you tell me the timestamps. I'll get right on it. The whole episode yeah. added echoes. No, the entirety of it. No, that's not gonna happen because I'm far too. You lazy. asked. You asked me for timestamps. I gave you the timestamp zero to whatever we're going to end on. Do you even know what <laughs> we're at right now? Does it matter? It does. At all. It does. Really don't count. (laughs) Don't or can't. I did this earlier. (laughs) For you listeners at home, I put up two fingers again and then one finger and then one finger. Not not the rude finger. All of his nose. More than likely. Well, you guys see what I'm dealing with here. So you understand why I'm saying bye, and we'll see you all next week. (laughs) Bye. Echo. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. 
you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at podcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at ATGN Podcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 